never forget that, whatever happens to me in the future. She didn't know how many people had drowned, nor would she ever find out. The cries for help still pulsated like a pain in her head. At first she had been surrounded by these cries. Then one by one they had fallen silent. When she hit land she had praised her luck. She had survived. She had arrived. But for what? She had quickly tried to forget her dreams. Nothing had turned out as she had imagined. A harsh spotlight had picked her out as she lay on the cold and wet Spanish beach. The dogs had run up to her, and then the soldiers surrounded her with their shiny weapons. She had survived, but that was all. Afterwards, she'd been placed in the refugee camp with its barracks and tents, leaky showers, and dirty toilets. On the other side of the wire fence, she could see the ocean that had released her, but nothing else. None of the future she had imagined. The people in the refugee camp so varied in their language, dress, and terrible experiences, imparted through a look or sometimes words, had only this in common. Nothing to look forward to. Some had been there for many years. No country was willing to admit them, and all of their energies were devoted to avoiding being sent back. One day, as she had been waiting in line for her daily rations, she spoke with a young man from Iran, or was it Iraq? It was often hard to know where people came from, since they invariably lied about it, in the hope that it would make their applications for asylum more attractive who said that the camp was simply a large death chamber, a holding place where the clock ticked on relentlessly towards death. She had immediately understood what he meant, but tried to ignore the thought. His eyes had been full of sorrow. They surprised her. Since she had grown to be a woman, all she had seen in men's eyes was a kind of hunger. But this thin man seemed not to have noticed her beauty nor her smile. This had frightened her. She couldn't stand the thought that men did not immediately desire her, nor that the long and desperate flight had been for nothing. She, like all the others who had been caught, lived in the hope that her ordeal would one day be over. Through some miracle someone would one day appear before her with a paper in his hand and a smile on his lips and say, "'Welcome.' In order not to drive herself insane, she had to be very patient. She understood that. And patience could only arise if she didn't allow herself any expectations. Sometimes people in the camp committed suicide, or at least made serious attempts. They were the ones who were not strong enough to stifle their own expectations. And the burden of thinking that their dreams would one day be realized finally overcame them. Therefore, every morning when she woke up, she told herself that the best she could do was to rid herself of hope. That, and never mentioning her true country of origin. The camp was always a hotbed of rumors about which countries offered the best chances for asylum applicants. It was as if the camp were a marketplace of countries, where the possibilities for entry were recorded on a kind of stock market. No investments were ever long-lasting or secure.
A short while after she arrived, Bangladesh had been highest on the list. For some reason that they never understood, Germany was granting immediate asylum to all people who could prove that they came from Bangladesh. During an intense few days, people of all complexions and appearances waited in line in front of the exhausted Spanish bureaucrats, and argued with great fervor that they had suddenly realized that they were from Bangladesh. In this way, at least fourteen Chinese refugees from the Hunan province made their way to Germany. A few days later, Germany closed Bangladesh, as they said in the camp. After three days of uncertainty, a rumor was started that France was prepared to take a certain quota of Kurds. She had been unsuccessful in her attempts to research where the Kurds actually came from or what they looked like. Nonetheless, she stood in line with the others, and when she at last stood in front of a red...